Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Sunday, June 27th, 2021. Our bit today is taken from Matthew 11, verse 28, which says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Gather wrong, friends, gather wrong. Tis the day of the Lord. It's an auspicious, a right royal occasion to give him much thanks and praise for the awesome breath of life and the many other blessings he has so generously bestowed on us during our lifetime. Oh, I know we still can't gather physically in large numbers, but that has not so far stopped us. And believe me, it will never stop us from worshiping our wonderful God. In his omniscience, during this this time of pandemic, he has conveniently made it possible for us to worship him through technological means. And though something is lost in the translation, it's still better than not worshiping him at all. Now, as we do it Sunday, we'll begin worship with a song of praise and thanksgiving. And today's song is that magnificent and most touching touching hymn titled, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. Whoa! And is it ever a hymn for these trying times? But before we get into it, let's get a little info into its interesting history now. According to the website, hymnary.org, the hymn was written by Joseph Medlicott Scriven, who lived between 1819 and 1886, an Irish immigrant to Canada. But because his life was filled with grief and trials, Scriven often needed the solace of the Lord as described in his famous hymn. Educated at Trinity College, Dublin, Ireland, he enrolled in a military college to prepare for an army career. However, poor health forced him to give up that ambition. Soon after came a second blow. His his fiancée died in a drowning accident on the eve of their wedding in 1844. Later that year, he moved to Ontario, where he taught school in Woodstock and Branford. His plans for marriage were dashed again when his new bride-to-be died after a short illness in 1855. Following this calamity, Scriven seldom had a regular income and he was forced to live in the homes of others. He also experienced mistrust from neighbors who did not appreciate his eccentricities or his work with the underprivileged. A member of the Plymouth Brethren, he tried to live according to the Sermon on the Mount as literally as possible, giving and sharing all he had and often doing menial tasks for the poor and physically disabled. Because Scriven suffered from depression, no one knew if his death by drowning in Rice Lake was suicide or an accident. Oh, my people, 
No wonder such touching, encouraging, and immortal words were able to come from the soul of that gentleman. Now, let's sing it at a middling tempo with great gusto, truly acknowledging the wonderful friendship that Jesus provides for all who sincerely believe in him. As one harmonious, melodious earthly choir, let's wake up heaven with a song of praise this Sunday morning, my people. So, what a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit, or what needless pain we bear, all because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Have we trials and temptations? Is there trouble anywhere? We should never be discouraged. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Can we find a friend so faithful who will all our sorrows share? Jesus knows our every weakness. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Are we weak and heavy laden, cumbered with a load of care? Precious Savior, still our refuge. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Do friends despise, forsake you? Take it to the Lord in prayer. In his arms, he will take and shield you. You will find a solace there. What a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. <laughs> oh, my people, what indisputable words of wisdom. But unfortunately, so many of us refuse to put them into action. We foolishly refuse to accept the truth of the words of the hymn. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Yes, friends, that ability to take everything to our God in prayer is one of the greatest privileges of being a child of God, a believer in Jesus Christ. We won't even talk about Jesus just yet, but we'll go back to the Old Testament where from way back when the Lord promised to hear our prayers. Listen to the prophet Isaiah on his behalf. And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. <laughs> that comes from Isaiah 65, 4. Now, doesn't that sound like an invitation for communication, a welcome to prayer? It certainly does. And the psalmist tells us quite clearly from Psalm 91, God is a refuge and a fortress. Speaking on behalf of God, he says, Because he had set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. And that comes from Psalm 91, 14 to 16. Oh, precious saints of Christ, what's the purpose of claiming we know the Lord and not calling on him for help? Eh? None whatsoever. And when we get to the New Testament, 
Jesus himself, our Lord and Savior, our Deliverer from the bondage of sin, offered us this great invitation, the greatest one that's ever been offered. He says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of or from me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, that's gentle and humble, and you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And we all know that comes from Matthew 11, verses 28 to 30. Listen up here now, friends. Jesus didn't sacrifice his sinless life on the cross of Calvary for fun, you know. He was quite serious when he paid our sin debt in full. And that invitation above there is proof that he wants us to come to him and lay our burdens down at his feet. He wants to help us bear the heavy load that's this earthly life. That's what his death and resurrection was all about. However, if we don't take our problems to him in prayer, that's the method of communication, the father decreed between God and man. Jesus can't help us. And do we ever have loads of trials and temptations, especially in these times of unforeseen storms? As the hymn says, we should never be discouraged. But how do we do that without the help of Jesus? It's impossible. Likewise, when friends and family forsake and despise us, Jesus is the one to whom we should look to for solace. And again, way back in the Old Testament, the Lord faithfully promised it. Here Isaiah tell it now. Can a woman forget her suckling or nursing child that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Yea, they may forget, yet will I not forget thee? And that comes from Isaiah 49, 15. And those words obviously led Brother David to pen these other immortal words of comfort and encouragement. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up or take care of me. And that comes from Psalm 37.10. And as one commentator points out, but David didn't say if, but when, meaning that sub that's something he knew for a fact. So friends, I don't know what else to say to get us to go to Jesus for whatever we need in whatever situation we might find ourselves. He is the answer, the only true one. Only he can fix our problems and bring true peace, solace, and comfort to our burdened souls. But we have to take our concerns to him in prayer because that's the only way he will generally fix them. Oh, we all know he can fix them without us asking, but the Father prefers us to initiate the communication when our souls are troubled. So please, please, let's wake up to the advantages and privileges we have as sincere believers in Christ Jesus, no man instead of frivolously wasting them. Much love. And the postscript for today says, Jesus, 
not only saves our souls for heaven, but also helps with our problems on earth. And that's a glorious fact, friends, that too many of us tend to put aside or don't believe. But we have to go to him. Just go to Jesus, cry out to him in whatever state or place you are, and he will comfort you. So today, let's try and do that now. Whatever is the problem, let's call out to Jesus. Don't be afraid or ashamed. Just call out to him. Cry big tears or whatever, but call out to Jesus because he's waiting there to help us. And we pray that in his name. Amen.